The following podcast is a member of the Pokecasters Network. Pokecasters Network, supporting Pokemon content creators, their shows, and the community of Pokemon fans. To find out more, check out pokecastersnetwork.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook. Hello, and welcome to Lucas Lectures, hosted by the big fish himself, veteran Lucas. Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's topic. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another Lucas Lectures, part of the Pokey Science Podcast. This is me, veteran Lucas. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day or night. So, before we start anything about this episode, I need to point out something from the last Lucas Lecture, the uh, the showdown. Someone pointed out to me that I did something stupid because I mentioned that Torterra was the first dual-type grass-type, and everyone knows Bulbasaur was the first with grass and poison. That's my bad. Thank you for calling me out. I made a stupid, and you corrected it. Thank you. So this episode was based on a fan request. Thank you very much for that. Uh, they asked us to talk about a very specific Pokemon, uh, Slowpoke, and its entire general line. Now, normally we don't do entire episodes based on them. Uh, normally we just kind of have a little blurb at the end, or we'll focus it on a similar episode. But the more I kept looking at Slowpoke and its dex entries, the more I was intrigued to just do a whole less of a lecture, more of a crazed rant, because what on Arceus's green earth is a slowpoke and its whole extended family? This Pokemon is absolutely insane. It barely fits into any category of normal sciences, but I'm going to try anyway, because this thing is absolutely bonkers. So let's start with, um, let's check just quickly what it looks like and, and where it lives. So first off, it's pink. It's got a weird vacant expression. Round ears, long tail, lives by the water, and can be seen lounging on the rocks. This is actually pretty okay as far as marine mammals go. Uh, hippopotamuses are pretty darkish brown, pinkish colors at times. Uh, otters are really what uh, inspires Slowpoke to me, just because of their love of shellfish, and uh, we'll get into that in a bit. It's the decks where things start to get weird, and all signs of its weirdness start at the tail. So the tail can regenerate. Uh, that's something that most mammals can't do, and that's where Slowpoke and its relatives get the regenerator ability. Uh, this is more commonly seen in lizards, so it's not too uncommon to see a vertebrate lose their tail, but mammals can't do it. That's really a lizard thing. Mammals are built to keep their tails, but Slowpoke's tail is designed to be used and removed at almost the first opportunity, to the point where it doesn't even have feeling in it which seems to be why this Pokemon's tail has adapted to being used for fishing. Uh, in the old Pokemon Snap game, you could actually watch this. Uh, the behavior of using its own tail as bait is actually pretty unique. There is, again, no correlation with anything in the animal kingdom. There are, of course, animals that will use bait. Uh, there are things like green herons down in Florida that will literally take pieces of fish or pieces of meat or whatever they find, leave them in the water, and they'll find a bigger fish eating on it. They'll actually use it like bait fishing, like a human will, and that's really, really cool. But the tail isn't just bait. It's a lure, like a scented lure. The tail apparently gives off a chemical that not just Pokemon, but also humans find sweet and tasty. This is why Pokemon will attack to the tail. Why would you just go out this random nub floating there Oh, it also smells delicious and leaks chemicals? That's crazy. Why on earth is it doing that? That is absolutely insane. 
Imagine if your fingers gave off the scent of Oreo cookies, like just to attract prey. Crazy, mildly useful. Now, because the tail can grow back and because it is tasty, people do eat slowpoke tail. Yes, that podcast that talks about eating Pokemon, I you, is correct. You can eat a slowpoke. It's one of the few Pokemon where I can say, yes, you can eat it. Don't believe me? Look at the Alolan Pokedex entry. The Alolan Pokedex entry tells you that if you take the dried tail and mix it into a salty broth, it will make a nice stew. Apparently, when Team Rocket started cutting off slowpoke tails in Gen 2, their only crime was doing it illegally without license and registration, kind of like having a dairy farm without having the proper paperwork. So they weren't, like, torturing these Pokemon. They were just farming without a license. The tail is so ready to be eaten that in the Alolan decks, it just mentions that it falls off, you collect them, you cook them from there. It's really, really weird that they went to all these leaps and bounds to explain, yes, you should never eat Pokemon, but at the same time, mix it in with this curry. The tail is absolutely delicious because it not only is meat readily available that just pops off, but also it comes with a sweet flavor. Although, according to the Pokedex entry, it's not very nutritious. Like, it tastes good, but it's not nutritious. So, I think it, it counts less as protein and more like junk food, which, again, really weird. Don't know what the Dex is talking about, but let's keep going deeper. For the equivalent in our world, it would kind of be like having a lizard mixed in with a couple of the abilities of different plants, thrown in an otter with the skin condition, and you kind of have yourself a slowpoke. Uh, there are plants, uh, even plants related to broccoli, that will release chemicals whenever they're being attacked by their predators. Those chemicals will actually attract the predators of their predators to go ahead and feed on them. It's a really cool process if you want to look into how plants can actively defend themselves. It's wild. But throw some blood made out of sleeping medication, and you've got a slowpoke, this dull-eyed creature that can barely move. And we haven't even got to the deepest parts yet. I kept going deeper. We have to talk about Slowbro and Slowking. And it all ties to one Pokemon, Shelder. Now, for those of you who aren't driving, I want you to go ahead and open up the Shelder Pokedex entries. I use Pokemon DB. If you want to use that, I'll give you guys a minute because I want you to read it and tell me at what part of a Shelder's Pokedex entry does it mention anything about its digestive juices or its relationship to the Slowking, Slowbro, Slowpoke, any of that family. Spoilers, it don't. So according to the Dex entry, Shelders will attach itself to a Slowpoke and its digestive fluids affect the Pokemon one way or the other. So let, let's start with Slowbro. If a Shelder bites into a Slowbro, it will send out a massive shock into its brain. The digestive juices will leak in and will trigger an evolutionary state. Now, from what I've seen in Pokemon, this isn't too far off from other Pokemon. You've seen it in the Pokemon anime where a Pokemon will get the crap kicked out of them and that's when they decide to evolve. You have to go under extreme stress. So it's possible that the digestive juices of the Shelder is actually going ahead and making sure that this Pokemon can evolve. It is triggering an evolutionary response to counteract the toxins flowing into its body. However, it's also really weird because if the Slowbro loses the Shelder, it will then revert back to being a slowpoke, which is wild as heck, 
because this is the only Pokemon you can ever, ever talk about that could technically go back. Imagine taking this thing into battle with you. Imagine taking a Slowbro into battle, and this was common knowledge. Think about it. What would happen if you saw a Slowbro just, oh, there's a Slowbro coming. Quick, aim for the tail. Like, it's a giant weakness just to knock that thing off, and you'll be able to take on a Slowpoke instead of a Slowbro. Much easier fight. The equivalent in a human would be that you gained incredible muscle mass. You got ridiculously yoked. But only if you had an eel biting your toe. And it can never let you go. Otherwise, you go back to plain old you. You can be as strong as the strongest man alive. But you got to have that eel biting your toe. For no reason other than the eel provokes your muscles to get stronger. Slowking is uh, it's in the same boat. A shoulder will attach itself to its brain. The toxins, instead of attaching itself to the tail and going to the spinal cord, go right to the source. I do not know how a slowpoke would get that thing on its head. I feel like the king's rock that you give it to just might attract it somehow. No idea. Not getting into that. But this Pokemon not only gets smarter, but the chemicals released from the shoulder are going into its brain and deciding that, oh, I want to solve the world's mystery. So not only does it become smarter, it becomes a literary philanthropist, and it wants to help save the world. Now, if you knock off the shell, it loses all its knowledge. It will literally forget everything it tried learning. Cure for cancer, world peace, solving world hunger, forgets all of that the second you knock that hat off. Imagine if you were studying for a test and you had a lucky hat. You lose that, and instead of being not lucky, you just forget. Literally just forget every answer you ever studied while wearing that hat. This Pokemon is literally fueled by the toxic chemicals given off by this random shellfish. It all comes down to shoulder. Uh, now, if you don't know anything about clams or scallops or oysters, they're part of a group called bivalves. Bivalves just means two valves, two shells. Uh, they're typically filter feeders. Uh, they let the water's current bring them food. Uh, when they get let that water, they go ahead and digest it, and they'll spit out clean water. Shelter seems to just be a straight carnivore. So instead of filter feeding, it will bite on to any piece of large meat that it can find, in this case, the slope of sale. And it's weird because if you look at the Dex entry, again, Shelter's Pokedex entry says nothing about this. Nothing. Not a single piece is talked about its digestive juices, any toxins it has, anything about how it is related to a slow poke or a slow king or a slow bro. Even Remoray mentions Mantine and larger Pokemon. They mention each other. Why wouldn't you mention that? It's as if the Slowpoke scientists decided that they would never tell the shelter scientists what they found out. Which would be like if microbiologists discovered bird flu, but didn't tell the bird scientists. The ornithologists were just completely left in the dark. So shelter has the key to evolving not just one, but two Pokemon. And it's not mentioned once in the Pokedex unless you have a Slowbro or a Slowking in your decks. Really, really weird. Now, with the introduction of the Galar DLC, we were able to learn a little bit more about the Slowpoke line. Uh, the Galar Slowpoke apparently eats specific vegetation that causes it to have a little bit of a different thinking. Also give it that nice shiny gold head. But they are making their tails a little bit spicier. So you can actually see that was well in uh, the raising of animals that are meant for meat. If you feed them different things, they'll taste better. It's part of the reason why Kobe beef, uh, Kobe beef in Japan tastes better is because you treat the cows better than people. Now when it evolves, it has to evolve a little bit differently. For a slow bro, in this case, it didn't bite the tail, it bites the hand. 
This one actually makes more sense. I mean, as much sense as any of these things make, because what happens is the Slowbro grabs onto the Shelter's tongue as it's evolving. And so the Shelter kind of loses all consciousness after that point. It doesn't really contribute anything aside from its various acidity. That's why it gets the poison typing, because if you grab that tongue, it'll help shoot out digestive juices from the end. Not how clams work, but you know what? It's the most realistic, and I'm all about it. It's my favorite of the four without it going completely off the rails. That title of going completely off the rails belongs to Slow King. For Slow King, what apparently happened is that the berries that mix with its diet seem to have made the digestive juices a little bit more potent from the shelter. It basically dissolves its brain to mush, and the shelter takes over. So now the shelter is not only carnivorous, it just turned into a living parasite taking over and controlling Slow King and making it do dark, terrifying magic. This entire Pokemon line is just an excess of crazy nonsense that has little to no connection with the animal kingdom. And this is what you get when you get a fan request that is a lot deeper than I thought it was. I have gone down this weird rabbit hole and learned that one, eating Slowpoke tail is not only fine, it's encouraged. Two, Shelter has many secrets that nobody's sharing with us. And three, whatever is in those berries and galler needs to stop being eaten immediately. I do not want to see what happens if I eat those berries and a Shelter bites on to me. Well, despite my more ranty tone, I actually did have a lot of fun looking into this one. Slowpoke is a weird Pokemon, and we can connect some of its stuff to real-world science and others not so much, but it's still really, really fun to look into this. If you would like to know more about these animals, go ahead and give a look up on things like bivalves and clams. There are some that have parasitic parts to their life cycle. You can actually see where some will attach themselves onto different animals and organisms in order to survive. If you would like to know any more thing else, or if you have any more requests, please find us on Twitter or Facebook. We're always out there. We're always listening. Again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, heads up for those of you who are out there near Ohio, ColossalCon is coming up, and we are going to be doing not one and not two, but five different talks there. If you guys want to come and meet the crew, not me, I'm in Japan, but the rest of the crew, we want to see you guys out there. Of course, please, more than anything, be safe. If you are not vaccinated, make sure that you are taking every safety precaution. If you are vaccinated, make sure you're considerate of others. We want to make sure that everyone has fun. We want to make sure everyone is safer first. So please, have a wonderful rest of your day or night. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace!